Kyle. Your host. And I have with me our co-host, Brother Kyle, Minister of the Plus Party on the inside. Brother Kyle, could you say hello, please? Hello, everybody. Peace, love, unity, and success to the multitude. How y'all doing tonight? Well, we doing. We hanging in there. Not too hot, though, to be honest with you. Like I said, this is another broadcast, the Plus Productions broadcast. It's live and straight out of parchment. I'm your host, Coco. I have with me a minister of communications. Uh, it's been a hell of a today, y'all. Um, Michael Davis will not be joining us tonight. He has been in solitary confinement. He's been put in the hole, um, and it's been it's been it's been it's been a day. Um, he wanted me to tell everyone to to keep pushing forward, to keep moving, and he would be back as soon as he could. That he would be back to rejoin the rest of the ranks as soon as he can. So as soon as we know something, we will let you know. But whew, this is a little bit hard. It's kind of a it's hard today, y'all. So whenever you get to know somebody and you get to working with people and you grow a relationship, it just it takes a toll on you. So yeah, I'm going to try to do my best. It's my buddy. A little bit. Brother Kyle, will you start talking? Oh, uh, yes, yes, I'm I'm here, uh, Coco. Um, so um, this week we're going to be discussing um, the the laws, the legislate, legislative I'm laws. Start the, prayer, please. the what? Prayer. Oh, the prayer. I, I apologize. I, there's a whole lot of yelling going on around me. Um, it's okay. I can hear everything. Uh, uh, creator, to the Almighty Creator, we come before you tonight. Uh, we 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 ask that you keep your hand your your your, uh, your hand your shield of protection over us as we we do this show. Uh, I ask that you you watch out for each and everybody of uh, each and every one of us as we continue to do what we do from the inside and expose these people and try to push for these leg- legislation and and try to come home. Um. I ask that you can continue to keep your protection, shield of protection across all of us as we do what we do. Uh, in the almighty Creator's name I pray. Amen. All right, you guys. Well, tonight we're going to be starting, uh, it's going to be about systematic oppression. But not just systematic oppression, but everything they implement and what that absolutely means. With being oppressed, with being able to fight for our loved ones from behind bars, to being able to do it on the outside. There's been things that have been happening throughout the state, throughout our communities, and people need to get aware of. Like posts that's being posted about how they're sitting there going about doing the same thing that they did last year and they're doing it right now, about going against uh, telling people who to vote for now and who to vote and saying don't vote against this. Know what's going on, what's circulating at all times, because our loved ones are at jeopardy right now. Our legislators, they are in office to do the state's work, the people's work. We need to make that the number one priority other than their staff. We need to make this what they're supposed to be doing. Exactly what we want them to do. They're there doing a job, and it's their job to do what we tell them to. And if we don't get aware of those things, then we're, no, then we're, we're spinning our wheels. We've got to vote these people in. We need to get the legislature, get the bills, and get all the laws passed. And all you have to do is go to your county courthouse 
sit in those city hall meetings, sit in those town hall meetings, have all become a law. It started in a courthouse. It started in a city hall. We've got to make the change. Kyle, will you go ahead and start off with, um, with updates? Because I, I know we don't have that many. Um, would you go ahead and kick it off? No interruptions this evening. Right, yeah. Um, for my uh, MDOC update this week, um, I'm, I'm actually glad I can report and say that I haven't come across any deaths uh, as of since last Wednesday. Um, in Rankin County CMCF, all inmates have been given the opportunity to take the COVID-19 uh, shot last week. Uh, as of today, visitation forms were passed out, and the word is two weeks after you receive the second shot, they are resuming visitation, but only, and I, say, I stress this, only for those that have taken the vaccine are going to be able to participate in any programs or anything. Um, to my understanding, they're not forcing you to take it, but if you want to participate in activities, programs, visitation, job assignments, uh, you have to take this COVID, the, the COVID vaccine. If you don't, there's a possibility that they're going to completely move you to a whole other housing unit if you don't take it. Um, here in uh, Parchment, we've had a lot of heat going on with people being shaken down and stuff because of the, the way that we've been exposing uh, them here lately and some of the shit they've been having going on. Um, and Greene County inmates are give, being given the opportunity to take the uh, COVID vaccine. And down in Wilkinson County, they are being given the opportunity to take the COVID vaccine. Um, for now, that is all I have for this week for my MDOC update. All right. Um, where do you want to start off? Do you want to start off with the legislative, whatever bills that you've been working on this week? Oh uh, yeah, I was. I actually just wrote down. I had jotted down some statistics and and numbers and things of that nature, and and as far as you know, a reason why we need to be pushing, trying to push this legislative matter. Um, I want to start off with the recidivism rate, and the state of Mississippi, the recidivism rate is thirty three percent. That's a high number, but it's not the highest. The highest is Alaska with a rate of 66.41. And two-thirds of their individuals re being re are reincarcerated within six months of being released, which is the highest rate in the country. But in Mississippi, um, let's see, every year a bill is introduced. And by my research, they don't, they're not doing nothing for violent offenders. But like I said last week, they want to talk about reducing the recidivism rate and things of that nature and, you know, reentry programs and stuff like that. Those programs are only going to be successful if you give an inmate or a convict that opportunity. If you don't give them that opportunity, then you just implemented that whole program for no reason. Granted, me, it teaches us stuff, but... If we're locked up for 20-plus years and we take, we take this program 100 times, well, we've been learned 100 times how to reform and change our mindset and things of that nature, but we won't be able to act in such a way until we're actually given the chance to get out and, and show that we have changed. After July 1st, 1994, a bunch of offenses became mandatory 
which boomed the prison population, including habitual offenders, armed robberies, sex crimes, and many other violent offenses. We need to push for bills to get these guys that have been locked down for 15-plus years out of here. They've long since paid their debt to society. But the, the main problem I've discovered with MDOC is not just that the things that they hide, but they house more violent offenders than nonviolent, most of who have been locked up for a long time. But after so long of being locked up, Kind of like um, if you've ever seen um, what's that movie? Um, Shawshank Redemption, where the old man was locked up for so long, and then he got out and got a job at the grocery store, but he didn't know how to function in the normal society. All he knew was prison life, and the man right. ended up hanging himself. Yeah, because he couldn't handle it. Right. Right. He couldn't handle it. Suppression, because people don't understand what it, what mental, emotional, and and psychological abuse that that is, and that is a pressure as well. Exactly. And lately I've been sharing, the on, across live and straight out of portion, I've been sharing um, the, the, our senator names, the, the, the main ones that, are, that have pushed bills in legislation for, um, for prison reform and criminal justice, as well as how to get in contact with them, who they are, what district they're over, and things of that nature. Right. Um, Mississippi, is ha is, its, main, its main problem is overcrowding. And all that is caused by over-sentencing and mandatory minimums. Like, my, like me, I carry, mine is a maximum of 30 years, but the minimum that they can give me is 20 years. Right. If they eliminate that and they allow all offenders to receive trustee time and things of that nature, they probably just might have a better running system. Right. Well, well how do you feel that way? Why do you feel that way? Why do I feel that way? I mm -hmm. feel that way because... Just off of the fact of the things that I've, just because of the things that I've endured within these walls. Right. And do you feel that whenever it comes to a certain level and a certain stage of a person's incarceration, those things, their thought process change? So what I oh. basically saying straight up, whenever someone comes in as a young book, you and my both at that time, so whenever you sit down and the young book comes up in there, you know, first two, three years, he ain't going to be doing nothing. He's going to be booking a system. He's going to be acting like you know what all for it. Am I right? Right, right. But do you think, do you give a take within that four to five year period that thought process changes a little bit after he sits there and does a little bit of that time? And then maybe after that, say, another set, another five years, at 10 years he may sit there, he's changed again, his thought process has changed again. Do you feel that it's safe to say that there's different stages of incarceration and within those different stages of incarceration there needs to be someone there to, to help them with that stuff? Because people change in every oh. aspect of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely, that there needs to be someone there, and like, there's, there's the, there's certain young guys in here that they, how, how should I say this? They don't have the respect for the older population that they should, because exactly. when they look at the, 
the older people, all they see them doing is getting high. They're doing the same thing as these youngins are doing. Man, I, there's guys in here 60 years old walking around getting high and stuff. They're supposed to be setting an example for, hey, I'm in here with a life sentence. Don't do the things that you see me do. Being our brother's keeper, being a, being a leader and not a follower. Exactly. Exactly. They should be setting, setting a, a leading example. But there's hardly any. There's hardly any of them elders anymore that I've met that are trying to set an example. Right. And you know what? And I think it's, I think it should be implemented. And it's not gonna it's not gonna happen overnight. And I want everybody to understand that. And I'm sorry. I'm quiet. And I'm hush mouth today because one of my best friends is done got took and snatched the hell up. And I care about these guys and I care about these women in this town because these are my family. And I don't just fight for for them. I'm fighting for change all in the, all together. You know what I mean? So they have to bear with me. And thank you, Kyle, for being for uh for being here for for still pushing through because you know we haven't. We haven't got what we needed yet, y'all. We haven't got anywhere where we need to be. But things are happening. Things are changing. We just can't stop and stay stagnant. Does that make sense? A whole lot and of sense. To make a, it needs to be implemented. It's not going to take just us. It takes everybody, a collective, a whole. If we want the change, we've got to do the change. I cannot sit, sit there and say that enough. But it starts not just with, you know, the outside active advocates and uh, activists and stuff like that. It starts with freaking inside too. If we're not leading by example and we're not setting that structure and setting that discipline that we that should have been implemented a long time ago, because I ain't gonna lie, it's our it's my generation's fucking problem. It's our it's our fault. It's our fault because we knew that old school way. We didn't buck them whenever they said nothing, and we didn't we didn't go with them right. But these days and times, it's different. People want to sit there and they look at this generation that's coming up. Well, we just gotta get it back to the root. Get it back to where it's old school is running shit again. Because straight up, man, we ain't going to make it without them. Because there's knowledge and power with that old school. Absolutely right there is. We got to teach one another. And that goes back to these legislation, these bills, and these laws. People, bills and laws start in a courthouse, in a city hall, in a town hall. We have to get into those offices. We have to get the people that are wanting the same thing that we're wanting and vote them into office. It's simple. If everybody wants to sit there and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, motherfucker, y'all need to be doing something. Excuse my French. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I do take this seriously, and I dare somebody to tell me not to. Because if this is my family back behind them walls, this is my family behind them bars that are sitting there going without meals, that are going without medicine, that are going without showers, that are sitting there fucking getting stabbed the hell up and getting knocked the fuck off and ain't nobody doing shit about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on now. Everybody want to talk this good talk and they did that and the other. Blase, blase, blase. But I don't see a motherfucker really get down to the nitty gritty. Get into your city hall. Make those laws and those deals. We can make a Michael Davis law tomorrow. Absolutely right, we could. And the only way a legislator in office to do it. And the only way to come down like oh uh, we we have a uh, sister, she's all she when 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 I hear from her, she's talking about getting involved in this legislation. That's the only way we'll get these people to realize 
Call, call our legislators. Call our senators. Get up off your ass, people. You want me to come home? You want your brother, your sister, your son, your dad, your mom? You want your mom to come home? Well, get up off your lazy ass and call your local senator, your local legislator, and tell them that same thing that which you inbox live straight out of parchment and say, tell that to them. That's right. Because straight up, and I call her out, Sunshine, I know you're on here. Sunshine. She can sit there and tell you herself. She talks about it every single time, every single week. She talks about legislation, legislation, get somebody in office, get these bills passed. It starts with us. If you've got an idea, if you've got anything, it's called a solution. It's called, man, we just got to get strategy together. Everybody can do all this talk, but we've got to put words to action. If you're just sitting there on this live right now and you're sitting here and you're talking about things and you want to do things and you want to do um, whatever, if you have ideas, those ideas start somewhere, just like Dr. Martin Luther King, whenever he said he had a fucking dream. He had a dream, and guess what? Those dreams became a reality. And why did it become a reality? Because we implemented that, that, that feeling, that passion, that drive, and that motivation to push through everything that they went through. You think he wasn't oppressed? You think he didn't go through systematic racism or institutional racism or Anything like that? Yeah, hell yeah, he did. Malcolm X did the same thing. Every one of the most, most profound leaders in America that have been in any type of movement have been oppressed, have been retaliated against. And we get that. I get that. So why are we stopping? Why are we getting stagnant? Why? They didn't. They set the example. So let's set an example for this younger generation to follow you there? Because I know I ain't hushed my phone for everything. Come on now, because I'm in my feelings and emotions. I get yeah, I'm, yeah, since I'm here, I'm here. I just, I just had the phone on mute. Like I said, there's a whole lot of yelling and stuff going on around me. But, yeah, I, I, I feel the exact same way because I'm tired. I'm ready to come home. This ain't my home. This is not my home. That's this whole situation is that everybody sitting there that goes through these broadcasts, that goes through these podcasts, that goes through these groups, or these these pages and everything, that we got someone incarcerated. What you going to do? You going to wait so late that your loved one dead and gone? And then you going to be sitting there with the shoulda, coulda, woulda? You should have got up off your ass and did something. You should have called your legislator. You should have picked up that fucking phone. You should have sit there and put that email through. It was an idea. It was a solution. It was something. It meant something. Absolutely right. It should have meant something to them. You should have cared enough about them to get up off your butt. It don't matter if they messed up and made a mistake. Everybody does. You name me one person on God's creation that straight up ain't made a mistake. Because ain't nobody perfect. You better cast the first stone. You better not. But everybody's made mistakes and fall short. Some more than others. But that don't give you a reason or, or an excuse to, to be done with them. So you're just going to next them off just because they, 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 did, they messed up? Because of a charge? And then get this, what's so sad about it is that some of these cases over, I want to say, at least 30 to 40% of these cases ain't even valid. No. You know what I'm saying? They vote for conviction. But you're going to sit there for 20, 10, 15 years about your loved one sitting there telling you that he's innocent and you not sit there and crack up a fucking lawyer book or open up anything or a law about a bill or about a post-conviction appeal and try to help him, believe in him. It ain't the fact of the matter of the crime itself. It's you giving up on your family. Yeah, I'm going to bring it back to old school. Family is family at the end of the fucking day. What are you going to do? Is your family going to be dead before you do something? Or is that going to be the next post on NBOC and then you're going to be crying? You know what I'm saying? 
Absolutely right. And Boosie said it best whenever he said, you need better guy be What should we talk about? Child, you want to say those because I'm in my feelings, in my feelings. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Um, I, I was going to go on to the second part of the show talking about uh, systematic oppression. Um, a little education here. Um, do what? Do we got any callers? I know there was some hit. I'm sorry for interruption on the on the live. Uh, yeah, we have we have a couple on here, but as of right now, we don't have any hands up. We've got some posts. Uh, just go ahead and fill that little bit of spot that Mr. Michael Davis, my buddy, would be sitting here on. Um, right, right, yes. So my son's not taking the vaccine. He is in a regional. They have said anything about that. It's a counselor there told me she doubt if they do it because of the, because of the cost. Wow. Um, wow. And then Ms. Wilson said that, yes, absolutely, people deserve a second chance. They also need to get rid of habitual offenders for nonviolent offenses. you damn right. 60 years for marijuana is ridiculous, especially after they freaking say it's coming is the only reason why they're doing it legalized and fuck it off is because they can make no money off of it. That's fact. So why are we sitting around, uh, Mr. Eric Robinson, why are we sitting around while all of the inmates that were convicted of the same crimes before 1995 talk to me? Uh, Miss Big V, walk it like you Big facts. You better walk that line. That's all we got for this moment, Kyle. Go on ahead with all right, um, continuing on to the second part, um, systematic oppression. Now, like I said, a little bit of education here. Uh, systematic oppression, the definition is when the laws of a place create unequal treatment of a special of a specific so- social identity group or groups. Another example of social oppression is when a specific group is denied access to programs that may hinder their lives later in life. These, they, the 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 system, and now when I say the system, I mean this by the government, the man, whatever you whatever call it, whatever it may be. Okay, they have laws set up just so a person can fail because they know that a person's going to fail. They have laws set up to where you have to make X amount of money. Just to just to provide, just to be able to provide for your family and stuff like that, because if you can't, then 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 they'll have reasons to come in and take your family and stuff like that away. Okay, then once they start doing that, then they start looking at you as a uh, vagrant. Once you're looked at, at a, as a vagrant, and once you are put placed into a social class of being a poor person at the bottom of the totem pole, then you ha- then your back's against the wall. What do you got to do? You got to do whatever you got to do to survive, whether it's selling drugs, this, that, and third, robbing people, whatever. Okay, you do that just to survive, then you come to prison. Now, now the society is going to look at you as a failure because they set you up to fail. They set you up for failure on that. Now you cut. Now you're in prison. What are you going to do now? Your back's against the wall. You're an outcast of society now because you've been marked. Now you come into prison and you're treated a whole you're treated like a dog. Well not even like a dog. A dog gets better treatment. Really? A dog really gets better treatment if you think about it. 
they get to come out of their cage and whatnot. They get three square. We get three square meals a day. Get or some some I've heard some older convicts say two hot and a cot because they they really ain't got to give you none but two hot meals a day. Oh, but now you'd have been set up for failure. You're in prison and they're treating you like a dog. What what what's next? Now they they try and tell you that you can't get out early. Why can't you get out early? Oh, because this law says this. Well, because of your laws is what really why I'm in prison. Right. What, what what's your opinion on this, uh, Coco? I think they all full of shit, and I think they all have to be Wow, big thanks. That's, thanks, Mr. Eric. We appreciate that. 
and that goes on to even say about this straight up right here. This, man, I'm going to put it out there. Stencil. Straight up. I'm going to pull it out there because straight up I am over the VS. You know, how how can MDOC sit there and protect this bitch? I'm going to call it out like this because she's a straight bitch. She sits there. She's dicey. That's low down. And she's going to have somebody else taking on your motherfucking damn shit, taking your classes, doing your homework, doing college fucking classes and stuff from what I understand. And he ain't going to get a degree for it. But then get this. They're going to sit there and they charging him with it. They're going to charge his inmates that got in trouble for doing it. Now, straight up, I'm going to tell you, whenever I was locked up, we had our own hustle. Everybody knows the hustle. Everybody knows about which guards are going to talk to, which ones are doing anything. And I don't know what happened to our live on Facebook, but it's all right because uh, it is what it is. So hopefully I can download this right here. So hold on just one second. Let me post that one. Never delete it. We're going to start this mug right back up. So hang on a minute. Because this is part two. Get it out there. Hang on, Brother Kyle. Give me just one second. I don't know what the heck happened, but we disconnected. So y'all have to forgive me. But Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it bouncing in and out. I was like, what the crap, dude? But, you know, I'm working on four different devices right now just to be able to get to go through what we're doing. But she literally sits there, had somebody doing her stuff. Yeah, I'm probably sure he would get a little bit cut off of it, whatever. Why, I, but then to charge him, he didn't break no law. He didn't do shit wrong. He was surviving. He was just trying to eat. How can you charge someone for trying to eat? You know what I'm saying? And probably did shit out of the, out the deal anyway. Just to get a little bit of leniency to be straight up. You know what I mean? It don't make no sense. How are they going to charge this boy? How are they going to charge this man? And then she ain't even got no no, no charges. They don't let her just, what, actively resign so she can get out of it. it uh, what is that, benefit? 401K, retirement, whatever? No. No. When is right, right is right and wrong is wrong. If you're sitting there in a position of authority and you know what's in protocol, policy, procedure within that handbook and you know you ain't supposed to be doing what anything, shape, form, or fashion in, within, what they call that word? Um, uh, Kind of, what the fuck, my life. Jesus, what the fuck is it? Oh, well, it goes to Chihuahua getting on my nerves, too. So what is it, Colin? Procre- uh, uh, whenever you're, oh, uh, not procrastination. That's whenever it is. When it, I said whenever it sits there and you go in between uh, staff and um, inmate. Um, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I follow. You. I follow. You. I know, I know, y'all know it is. My brain is not. My brain is not where it's supposed to be right now. But it's like, and then my stream yard. Can you bring that phone back in here, please? Because we just like shut down. No, it's not. So, anyways, we got it though. It's back up. So hang on. But yes, it's just ridiculous. Hang on, I'm physically connected with you. All right, we're live. Sorry about that, y'all. I'm having some issues with my uh, technology, so obviously the powers that may be are on to me. That's all i got to say. So they're trying to cut me off because obviously I must be talking about something, something right. Uh, it's just, man, the whole nine yards, dude, the whole fucking nine yards is ridiculous, and it makes me fucking sick. It really does. It fucking makes me sick. And I guess I'm just going to keep this mug right here. So, Brother Kyle, is you there? 
until uh, when look at MDOC site and read how decently D- Mallard is singing her praises. Yeah. Absolutely right. Um, I mean, it just don't make no how can he get a charge and he didn't even do nothing wrong? You worked there, no protocol policy. You ain't supposed to be um, fraternizing. With, that's what it is, fraternizing. What the hell? Yeah, fraternizing. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that all the way. How, how are you gonna? How, how are you gonna come to a name and have him put your work in? And then when when everybody gets caught up, he's the only one that, that gets that gets all uh, strapped strapped behind it. Right? How you gonna do that? I mean, straight up. I mean, it's just was ridiculous. Yep, absolutely right. Uh, real quick, Coco, I'm finna go to the board. We got a hand up. Um, go ahead. Uh, let's see here. It's not letting me. So, and while you're sitting there doing that, um, also Michael Davis has admitted that he used that uh that he used to fuck her 13 years ago. Just saying, just saying. Oh wow. And now he's been all the way so fuck off. This hey, that goes to show you that why they fucking come and snatch him up in front of my face today. All the way up to 2015. Just want to give you a fun fact for the day. I mean, this lady has went, and I mean, just straight up, man. How how you going to sit there and have people in that position? Yeah, I know you want to get your rocks off too, but goddamn, dude, for real? I mean, literally, I've seen it today on face-to-face. Straight up, him get snatched the fuck up. For what? For what? Absolutely right. Oh, let's see. All right, it should be working. Uh, Carl, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All righty. Uh, you have a question or a comment? I have a question. Okay. Um, you know, y'all was talking about going to our state senate. I mean, state representatives. I have a question. Like, I have several loved ones that's incarcerated, and they were telling me how they are behind on their parole date. So who do we reach out to about their parole? Is it that their dates, have they passed their dates, or is it that they did yes. Yeah, because one of them was in November, and he haven't had it yet. He haven't had his parole. He hasn't had his hearing yet? Call his no, he hasn't. The first place he starts calling his case manager, they're probably going to give you a whole bunch of bullshit. They're probably going to talk okay. about Smith and they can't give you any information. But get your uh-huh. loved one to fill out a form for him to go towards his case manager. Whenever he talks to his case manager, he'll be able to ask them and say, hey, I want to give such and such permission to be able to get uh, to review whatever it is about my case. That's my mom, okay. that's my girlfriend, that's my wife, whatever. I need for you to talk okay. to them. Half the time they're going to talk to Smith if they don't do something because you still have to follow chain of command and protocol procedure. He needs to reach okay. out on the inside, and you need to reach out on the outside. That way it's kind of like okay. a team effort. You know what I'm saying? He can't yeah. be doing shit unless he got somebody on the outside fighting for him, and that's what's, that's the fact of it. People, these okay. guys and these women that's in prison, they can't do nothing without having someone fighting on the outside along with them. Right. So if you hand them on the right. inside and he handling on the inside, then y'all can, y'all can move it like that way. And then other than that, um, you can get in touch with um, Aunt Rankin, um, uh where classification's at, classification's in ranking, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I know for a fact it is. You can yeah, absolutely it is. Classification as well. So classification, get him on the case manager, you get on the case manager, and work mm-hmm. it that way. 
And if that don't happen, okay. hey, they some other folks they can find some shit out too. Absolutely, and uh, following the show, I'll be posting uh, parole board contact info as well as legislative contact info. Okay, thank you so much. Yes, ma'am, you're welcome, sis. We hope you get everything that you need. If you need any help, plus and lie straight out of parchment, we're just here to help. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yes, ma'am, thank you. I mean, we're all together, so just let us know. Right. 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 I know y'all are. I'm enjoying y'all's show. I really am. Yes, ma'am. Well, we're here to help any way we can. If there's something that we don't know, we will find out. Okay. Thank y'all. Thank you. God bless. God bless you all. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we've got a place for Miss Sarah Jane. Uh, Miss Sarah Jane, she's over Parchment Project. Hey, Miss Sarah Jane, how you doing? Um, Second-degree homicide wasn't a thing until after 2014. It's a violation of civil rights that the, that those who got charged with similar as second-degree between 1995 and 2014 got life, and they don't have uh, sentence reduction options after 2014. You are so freaking right. That means we've got to do something about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, they swing in at a certain group of inmates and taking upon their uh, take it upon themselves to deny them a second chance. Someone uh, got to speak up for these guys or just let them die in prison. You're so right. That's why I'm so freaking pissed off. Um, I mean, people got to get, you got to get pissed the hell off now. I'm sorry. I don't care if that's my best friend. I mean, that, that mug got snatched in front of my face today. I don't care. He is the same to my insane. So uh, there should be a segment designed for to push for making the legislative representatives offer parole across the board for violent offenders. You're right. Yeah. Brother Cal, that was the the comment. Well, yeah. Okay, I apologize. I was pulling up some all contact information. What was that? They were, yo, you were pulling up contact information. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> That was a bad day. All right. Um, just Sarah Jane, she was just sitting there talking about, you know, how there's nothing after 2000 and uh, there's nothing for anyone after 2014, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to, yeah, uh, sentence reductions after options. There's no Senate reduction options after 2014. Um, Second-degree homicide, she would say, it wasn't a thing until after 2014. <clears throat> it's, a it's a violation of our civil rights that those who got charged with Similar set as second degree between 1995 and 2014 got locked, and they don't even have finished production. And that just goes well, to show you about the bills versus laws, about the legislation. If you don't know what dead and live is, anything just breaks in, just ain't got a cold. I'm serious. In office, in your state bills, in your house bills, and Senate bills, it's dead and alive. These things are dead, that means dead on arrival, and then alive. So we, we really need to brush up on this. If you don't know the language, you better get to know it because we're in a fight for our lives, we're in a fight for our loveless lives. Go ahead, guys. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, you know, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff comes back around to the ways, not not just the ways, but the, the, some of the, the things that they implement, such as exploitation, marginalization, powerlessness, cultural dom domination, and violence. Right. A lot of that all rounds back to the ways that they suppress and oppress us. Right. 
you know, um, like um, the, the different ways that they exploit us, these high commissary prices, uh, creating problems by placing a certain individual around around us that, that they know will create division amongst us. It's all like a uh, um, conquer and uh, divide tactic. Like um, a guy on his own may be causing a problem and uh, a sergeant or somebody come on his own and be like, okay, y'all are going on lockdown because of this individual and they say who they are or what cell they're in. And then, boom, 30 minutes later, they come through and they swing every door. That's just one of their tactics to, to, of exploitation to see if we're going to put, if we're going to govern this body or not, if we're going to come up on this guy and, you know, try and correct him for the wrong that he's done. That way it'll create a division on the zone and put the zone on lockdown. So they create problems to start problems. They sure do. And then they tell us that it's our fault, that we're the one to fuck it up. Right. Then they tell us it's our fault, but the whole time it's, it's really coming, it stems back from them doing it because they're the one that came on the zone and announced this is a problem and they want to see how it would be addressed. Because they know one thing, if we go on lockdown, and that's less, that's less that they have to worry about. That's right. And that comes out of their pocket. Yeah, and it comes out of their pocket. Well, y'all, I think we get on here every week and say the same thing over and over and over again. Over and over again. We can't tell you how much or how serious that this is. Because straight up, I think we just said every single freaking thing that we could possibly imagine to say it. <laughs> Different ways of saying it. And it I mean, there's just, it's to a point where, what are you going to do? Are you going to give up? Well, I mean, what, what's, the, what, what's the point? If you're sitting on these shows or in these lives or whatever like that, and you're just sitting here, just be just be sitting there to pass your time or what the fuck ever, get the fuck out. I'm point blank serious. It's a hard fact. If you're not willing to stand up whenever we need you to stand up, and that is now. That's not, that's not yesterday or last night or tomorrow, or I'll, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll, I'll do it next week, or I'll do it next month. These men don't have the next freaking 30 minutes. My friend didn't have not 30 seconds. You get what I'm saying? He didn't have 30 seconds. The guys that are sit there and they passed away, they didn't have the next breath. I mean, what, what is stopping me from seeking the justice and the help and 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 the rights that we deserve. You know what I'm saying? This is not a game. This is not just some social media freaking just implementation of this past of time. These are cries for help. These are real live individuals. These are someone's brothers and sisters. These are aunts and uncles. These are these are so much and you're basically honestly slapping them in the face or kicking them in the grave. And that's just real talk. We don't have any more time. We don't. So what are you going to do about it? 
Somebody needs to do something. Brother, do you have any thought process on this? Um, yes, I do. Um, yeah, like you, like you said, we, we, we talk about, we really say the same thing week after week, and we will only show progress once we start making these steps. And when I say we, I mean our loved ones, our family members, our friends, those that say they, they want us to come home, we will only see change in progress once they start to get behind these people. Once they start making these calls and pushing these issues about these bills, like like I said last week, the week before that, and the week before that, we only have just a couple bills for justice reform on the table right now, and neither one of them, and neither one of them affects us getting out early. Neither one of them is for early release or anything of that matter. One of them is the one of the which is the Incarcerated Women's Act, which, as far as that is concerned, deals with uh, women during childbirth and pregnancy and limiting the restraints and the handcuffs and stuff. And the other is the Eligible Parole Act, but they're not really just saying nothing about it, though. They're they're trying to actually kill that bill off. Just like that, whenever they sit there and try to freaking ban us from, from protesting, saying if we disturb the enjoyment of someone's freaking peace, really the enjoyment of their, no, it wasn't their peace, the enjoyment of their environment, really. And then, like, at the beginning of all this mess, at the beginning of every fucking thing that's been implemented, the way this whole fucking shit started, parchment prison, the riots, the guys leaking out the videos about every single one of them, crying, begging, screaming for help. Not just recently with kinetic justice without what he was going through. Beat the fuck down. Our leaders are getting beat down. The people that are sitting there wanting change, wanting justice, and trying to help from the inside as well. You know what I'm saying? Getting beat down and, and killed off. All these folks was out here then. And yeah, you're right, Sarah Jane. Straight up, all these folks that come out during these rifles looking for clout, looking for money, looking for a self. They, it, we need more selfless people, selfless people. You know what I'm saying? We don't need selfish people or people with self-gain. That ain't got nothing. They ain't got no business in a movement like this. This ain't about me. This ain't about you or uh, people that's in the street. This is about you guys and these women that's in prison. That's what it's about. It's about getting in the people in the right places and positions to actually get the change that they need. And if you're sitting here promoting self, then you need to get on down. You need to literally get on down because it ain't you that's, that's needing this. It ain't about you. It ain't about your money. It ain't about your relationship. It ain't about shit to do with you. It's about them. And uh, there needs to be, uh, I'm sorry, I just got ADD moment. Y'all know I'm ADD. I'm not going to apologize for it again. Um, there needs to be a statewide push to include all violent offenses in the Senate bill, 2795. You're right, Mr. Robinson. Ms. Sarah just commented back, brothers, some of us are, some of us are trying. Some activists act like mediocre prison reform bills are enough. It's the same damn group that always gets the help. Habitual nonviolent with the highest recidivism rate. You're right. And whenever you're sitting there and you're talking about this, those legislators, whenever the ones that are sitting there that got these habitual charges or have got all that, there is an issue there. That's the reason why they kept on repetitive coming back. 
one, you set them up for failure. Two, they're coming back to society. You didn't teach them shit whenever they was there. You didn't get them rehabilitated whenever they was in the first place. Then now they got mental fucking issues. Just saying, I'm a prime fucking example. Take it how you want to. I mean, it is. It's true. You don't teach them no skills, no trades. You don't teach them anything about how to be able to cope whenever they get out. You don't teach them how to um, maintain to be able to cope with anything or communication. Some of these people, and I know for a fact, some of these people that sit there in prison and they come back out, it's so much more comfortable and so much better them going back to prison because that's all they know. They can survive in there. They can take care of their families better in freaking prison than they can on the street. That's fucking sick, dude. It's fucking sick. Drug offenders shouldn't even be in prison. They should, you exactly damn right. Drug offenders should not even be in prison. They should be in a rehabilitation center that's actually going to help them because they have an issue. It's a chemical dependency. And until you get the chemical dependency out of the way, you're not going to sit there and be able to do anything with that person. Trust me, I'm a form fucking addict, but I'm an addict. Once an addict, always an addict. But you Absolutely right. You've got to be able to get through that shit. you got to learn how to cope with it and maintain with it. People don't understand that. Oh, if you ain't never done no drugs, I won't hear you talking nothing. Don't talk shit. Don't say, oh, it ain't nothing, because yes, it is. Because you got that numb right there. You got that, that escape right there. But to be a reformed addict, to be someone that's been there and done that, you can sit there and tell it to your brother or your sister. Like, look, I know what you're going through. I know exactly what it is. I know it's safe to get fucking fucked up and thrown off. Just to run away from the reality of what the fuck is really going on because it hurts so damn bad because no one ever taught me the coping mechanism. You can now. Because I can't do it. And if you need somebody to talk to, I guess I'll be a counselor. Hell, uh, don't expect me not to tell you the truth, though. I'm going to give it to you like it is. Absolutely right. And, you know, Burl Kane spoke about about uh, that some something dealing with, the, you know, the addicts and the drug users and stuff in, in his last update. He said, um, we don't need to be placed in, he basically was saying, we don't need to place them in prison. We need to place them in rehab because prison, prison, like, now I'm not going to lie and say that there aren't some people that absolutely need to be in prison because you got some of these guys that really are messed up and really need to be in prison. Uh, you got some people that, like, goes back to what I said earlier, they got behind, they, they lose their job or they go through a midlife crisis, something of that nature, and then they, their back's against the wall and they go back to what something that, that's always been a comfort zone for them. They go back to get high. Once they go back to get high, they spend their money getting high. They spend all their money getting high, and now they're broke. Now their back's against the wall. I got a house, I got a, I got a family, and I got bills I got to pay. Now they're going to start robbing, not just to, not just for those main three things, though, but to feed their addiction. They get caught up trying to feed that addiction and support their family. At the same time, they come to prison. That's right. Like this is, they they got a charge. I really, I strongly feel shouldn't even be a charge, and that's called um, theft by uh, theft by receiving stolen property. How could you charge me with stealing something that I didn't even know was stolen? I mean, come on right. now. That, that, that kind of shit don't make no sense. Like exactly whenever you're sitting there and you're having a, uh, a situation, people are being charged with receiving stolen property. How can you sit there and say that that person is receiving stolen property whenever it's never been implemented that it was stolen to begin with? So their prior knowledge of something needs to be in question. Did you know it was stolen? No. 
But if you didn't know it was stolen, then how can you be receiving stolen property if you never had the knowledge of it? Say shit like that. People need to know what they're about and know what they're talking about whenever it comes to certain things. That shouldn't even be shouldn't even be an issue. But it is. What they do to that? Mississippi. Well, Kyle, we got about three minutes left about our show. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Um. Yeah. Um. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just popping in and popping out. Let me get it hooked up right quick. Now our live and trade on apartment still going, but you know what I mean. The okay, all right. Hey. All right. Well, uh, I'm going. I'm going to continue anyway. Oh uh, yeah, before we end, I want to just take a moment and uh, share share about our uh, sister uh, sister programs. We have um we have Glow. And a little bit about that show is they talk about their loved ones and what's going on around their incarceration and how it affects them. We have um, another show called Live with Brooke and Sarah. Um, they 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 discuss things that's going on throughout the nation and and how it how it affects the people as a whole. We have you know this call right here, live and straight out of parchment, which we discuss legislation and 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 the different and the different ways of how we should push legislation we have um uh, uh the voice which is a show dedicated to formerly incarcerated women and how they're affected and and, and currently incarcerated actually the voice is something that's very dear to my heart my girl shay's got it she's a reiki and it's called the Victims Overcoming Incarceration Cleansing Energy. She's a Reiki, and she has been trained to um, to do healing, self-healing, healing someone from the inside out. Whenever you're okay on the inside, you're okay outside. Whenever they teach you these coping mechanisms and shit, I've been looking into it and straight up, she ain't lying. It works, and if I can say it works, it works. Because normally I'm crazy, um, but I'm okay. But... Um, Live and straight out of parchment, like he was saying, these broadcasts that we're sitting out here and we're sitting on these platforms are all plus productions. And, you know, we want to give them all the, the recognition because these ladies and these men that put in the work in this, we also have Free the Guys. It's a platform of multiple people from multiple places. And it's exactly what it stands for, Free the Guys. There's amazing cast, amazing hosts and coordinators with that. And if you want to check them out, you can check them out on their time. You can look on Live and straight out of parchment. Go to the low. Go to Free the Guys. Go to all these different places. Uh, check them out. I know um, um, we ain't got any, any, we don't have any more time, as a matter of fact. So, um, again, please understand, we're not here for shits and giggles. We're not here to just show, uh, blow hot air up your assholes or anything like that. Straight up, we're here to get some change, get some people that's going to do something. Um, we don't have any more time, you guys. Like, straight up. Be friends with Michael Davis, which is my partner, which is my, our host, which is one of my best friends. Um, straight up, I'm worried about him, so keep me in your prayers. Yeah. Kyle, close us out with prayer. All right. Uh, thanks uh, Thanks to the Almighty Creator tonight for uh, giving us this opportunity to be able to uh, speak, 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 and, and voice our feelings and, and things of that nature. Um, I ask that you keep your hand over our brother and uh, Michael Davis. Keep keep, him, keep an eye on him. Um I, I, I pray that some, something happens and, and they push something through legislation that, that allows us to get out early and come home to our loved ones. Um, with that being said, in the Almighty's name I pray, amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. And this has been A Plus Production. And again, you're watching Live and Straight Out of Parchment. And we will see you next week. Plus.